imagine if uh, you found out that there's somebody writing a book about you and they had written a book about absolutely everything that you had ever done everywhere that you had been including where your thoughts have been every direction your eyes looked everything that entered your ears and everything that came out of your mouth and it reveals all of the secrets can you imagine what a book bestseller incredible revelation of your life here it is and you found out about it as it was going to print and by the time you heard about it by the time you could do anything about it the books already were piled up in the container you know wrapped around with a plastic ready to be shipped off around the world everyone's going to finally know everything about you every single detail what you've done what you've looked at what you said what you heard, where you've been, everything, Rabbi say. Every secret that's inside is in that book. Everything's there. What would you do to erase the book? What would you do to burn the pile of books? We don't want anyone to see this. How embarrassing. Everyone has to see what I... Come on. It's embarrassing. You have an opportunity to burn it, to get rid of it, to erase it. What would you do? How much would you pay? And the answer is Rabbi Isai, the day of Yom Kippurim is exactly that day. The day of Yom Kippur is an opportunity to take everything that we have done, said, heard, thought about, erase it. A brand new slate, a brand new book, a brand new page, let's start again, what a fresh... What would you do? And all it requires is to go seriously through a day of Yom Kippur. And that, and just Be'ez Hashem in a few days, we're all going to have that opportunity. The opportunity is there. We have an opportunity to erase everything, to start afresh, brand new slate. It's up to us to use that opportunity. You know, when you go into the Indian of Tshuva, I want to spend a few minutes on understanding what, what, what is this Tshuva business. The Chazal tell us already that Tshuva is a Bria Chadosha. It's a creation that the Rabboni Shalom created in the world. It's a Metzias that the Rabboni Shalom had to create. The Gemara tells us, it's Yerushalmi, in the second parak in Mesechtas Makas. The Yerushalmi says, they asked the Rabboni Shalom, if a person does an Avera, Chas V'Shalom, what is he meant to do to erase it? What's he meant to do to have a Kapoor? And they asked the Rabbi Shalom again and again, and Yerushalmi tells us, until eventually Rabbi Shalom says, do tshuva. If Kali saw do tshuva, they get a kapara. Explains the Slonim Rebbe Nesiva Shalom, a beautiful Yisait. He says, and he has a tshuva, he has a whole chedek there, and hakdomat a tshuva. He says that if a person, Rachmanelit Slon, would have a limb chopped off, Rachmanelit Slon, his limb got chopped off, is there any way to fix it? Not really. Once it's off, it's off, it's over. Says the Slonim Rebbe, it's the same thing with an Avera. You do an Avera, it's over. You did it. You cover Yochel, slap the Rabbi Nishlonim in his face. You basically turned your back against your Creator. You caused the distance. You did everything wrong. It's over. There's nothing you can do about it. Absolutely nothing. It's a Balmum and you're going to remain that way. And it should have been the same thing over here as well. A person didn't Makayim a Mitzvah, a person didn't Avera, he did something he shouldn't have done. It's like a limb. It's off. Sorry. You could do about it. But, the Rabbani Shalom created a Metzias in the world, and it was a creation of a Bria Chadosha of the Koyach of Tshuva. That a person could become a new person. A new person. Not only that, 
it be, a person fixes it up, he becomes a newborn person. That's the pshat. Chazal tell us the Gemara brachas. Mokim shabale tshuva oimdin. Ain sadikim gemurin oimdin. Right, yecholim lamoit. A place where the bal tshuva is standing, a greatest tzaddik cannot. What's the difference? Explains the Slonim Rebbe so beautiful in the Siva Shalom. He says. The Pasuk tells us, Ki ain't sadik, There isn't a tzaddik out there, Chazal tell us, that didn't do an Aveira. So a tzaddik could even do an Aveira. But about tshuva, someone that turned his life around, someone that turned to the Rabbi Nisham and says, I am sorry, you're about tshuva. You're a Bria Chadasha. You're a new person. You're not the same person. That's Pshat in the Rambam. We've seen this Rambam. In Hilchus Tshuva, Perik Beis, Halacha Dalet, where the Rambam says, I'm not the same person. I'm not the person that did that. I'm a different Yid. I'm a different human being. That's the Koyach of Tshuva. The Koyach of Tshuva turns a person from where he was to a new Bria. Yom Kippurim is the greatest day. It's the biggest Simcha. We should be dancing around the Bima. Because the Rabbi Nisham gives us an opportunity to return to him. It's an opportunity. Yeah, it takes a little bit of effort. You've got to bang a couple of times. Spend a little bit of time in the Beis HaKnesses. You've got to fast. Okay, it's not so easy. Odom Yulad, we were here to toil, we were here to work. But through that, you can become a new person. Fresh slate. A fresh start. It's an incredible thing. Rabbeinu Yonah says, in Yisoyit HaTshuva, he writes, V'zele Shoyne, I'll quote to you his Loshan. B'yoyim ha'hu, Yase atzmo ki'ilu boy b'yoyim noilad. Can you imagine you were born today? You're a brand new Yid. V'zeu t'chilas maisov. It's incredible. Says Rabbi Yoyna, you become a different Yid. You become a brand new person. The Rambam says it. It's an incredible, incredible opportunity. The Koyach of Tshuva. And I'll show you this. Even from Rishoyim understood this. Culture can a regular yid, a regular tzaddik would understand this in a regular, normal way. Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, not the greatest to ever live, gave advice to Nebuchadnezzar and he told him the following. The Medrash brings this in, in uh, Medrash Eicho Rabbah. And he says that Nebuchadnezzar gave him the advice that when you're going up to Yerushalayim, to destroy Yerushalayim, to destroy the Beis Amikdosh, be careful. Because if Klali Sol do tshuva, if Klali Sol return to their creator, the Rabbanishon will never let you be successful. You won't, you won't be able to be destroying the Beis HaMikdash. It's too late. Says the Medrash, even Nebuchadnezzar, Russia, understood the Koyach of Tshuva. The Koyach of Tshuva that every single one of us have. This Koyach that we can return, that we can say, I'm sorry, it's an incredible creation that the Rabbanishon created in the world and gave us the opportunity. In just a few more days, that we can stand here in this very base of Medrash, and we can turn to Rabbi Shimon and say, Rabbi Shalom, you're right. I've, I've, I've not been that good. I've been a bit distant. I haven't, I haven't been doing what I should be doing. Take me back. Take me back. I want to get closer. I want to get better. Just, just the very fact that you tried, Rabbi Shimon sees it and says, Ah, ah, my dear Yingala, my dear son, this is what you're doing. This is Gavaldic. You know what does Chuva mean anyway? People have this thing, you know, tshuva. It's not for us. Tshuva means to become perfect. If you're not going to become perfect, forget about it. Somebody once asked me, he eats 14 cheeseburgers a day and he decides to eat 12. Is that tshuva? What, what, what is the definition of tshuva? What does it mean, tshuva? 
So I want to explain that. First of all, the translation alone. Tshuva people always say it's repentance. It's not repentance. Tshuva means shav. Shav is to return. That's what tshuva means. But what does tshuva really mean? To return to what? What are you returning to? You know what you're returning to when you do tshuva? You're returning to your original struggle. Sometimes we lead our lives in a way that we become so accustomed to what we do, it's no longer a struggle. Getting up for shachmas is not even a shayla. Of course we're not going to get up. Doing a of Lashonara, it's not, even, it's not even a struggle. It's not something you have to think about. Ooh, should I speak Lashonara or maybe I should be quiet? It's not even a struggle. It's of course we're going to say whatever we want to say. Should we look or should we not look? It's not even a struggle. Of course we're going to look, right? It's not even a struggle. Tshuva means return to the struggle. Return to the point where it was, ooh, what should I do? This or that? That's what tshuva is. To return to the struggle. And go back to the original struggle. Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. But that's fine. Because the Rabbanisham understands he created you. He created you with the Yetzirah. And he understands that sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. You know, the Gemara tells us there's a difference between tshuva ma'ava and tshuva me'ira. Tshuva me'ira means to do tshuva because you're scared. Tshuva me'ava means you're doing tshuva out of love. What's, what's the difference, Lamaisa? So the Gemara Rosh Hashanah tells us that if a person does tshuva from yira, so then all his aveiras turn into shkogos. Shkogos means it was a shaygeek. Ah, I wasn't careful. That's what it turns into. A person does tshuva me'ira, he's scared of what's going to be waiting for him in Olam in the next world. Ooh, he's scared of that eternity. He does tshuva because of that. All his aveiras turn into a shaygeek. Says the Gemara, but if you do tshuva me'ava from love, all your aveiras turn into mitzvahs. Can you imagine that? Turn all of your aveiras into mitzvahs. If you do tshuva ma'ava from love, what's the pshat? What, 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 what's the difference? When a person does tshuva because he's scared, that means be'etzem, he doesn't, hasn't really done tshuva. He's just scared. In other words, if you guarantee me, by the way, that I'm not going to get punished in the next world, I am not doing tshuva. The only reason I'm doing tshuva is because I'm going to get punished. If you would guarantee me I'm not going to get punished, then I wouldn't do tshuva. Therefore, it's not real tshuva. Biggest raya, when you do it again. It was never a real tshuva. I only did it because I was scared of the punishment. But if I was doing it out of love, like Rabbeinu Yonah says in Pirkei Yovis, the, uh, the way we should serve Hashem is because we love the Rabbeinu Shalom. Look what you've given me. Everything. I have my body. I have my health. I have my family. I have a house. I have a roof over. It's beautiful. I want to serve you because I love you. And you do tshuva. And you stand up on Yom Kippur and you say, Look what you've given me. Look at everything in my life. I sinned? How can I do such a thing? I love you. And therefore I want to go and I want to do tshuva. That's real tshuva. That's the emes, the tshuva. That's the highest level of tshuva. Why? Because at the end of the day you realize out of love for the Rabboni Shalom this is never something I should have done not that I'm worried about the punishment but I never should have done this because I love the Rabboni Shalom and that's a real change in your life and that's why the Rambam says in Hilchus Tshuva that when you're given the opportunity to do that very again and you don't do it again that's real Tshuva you know why? how could the Rambam say that? of course you have to not to put yourself in the situation but if you were in the situation that juicy bit of Lashon Lashon Horror you're dying to say the latest gossip it's so gishmak to always be the one that knows all the latest gossip in this world not up there for eternity not happy it's not a good idea but if you really did tshuva because you love Hashem how can I speak Lashon Horror? how can I speak back about, about another yid? about another yid? there's a yid 
He was created B'Tselem Elohim. The Archaim HaKadosh says, nowadays, all Yidin have this. The Goyim, not necessarily, even though originally they did. Now it's by, you can speak badly about another Yid? You can insult another Yid? You're going to put somebody down? You know what that is? Put somebody down, you can hurt him for life. You can hurt someone for, forever. Forever and ever. For his entire life, because you put him down, because you wanted to feel good. Because you built yourself up, because now I'm better, because I put him down. When a person does tshuva because he realizes what the Rabbani Shem did for him and how everything in his life comes from Hashem. He's got so much love for Hashem. Rabbani Shem, I'm sorry for doing that. How can I do that to you? Any child that loves his father and he does something wrong to his father, he, he's embarrassed. It's my father. Look what he's given me. He's given up his whole life. He's given, he's paid for my, he's done everything for me. My, my, my father, who, who, who's got it? But when you love your father, you feel bad that you did something against him. When you love the Rabbani Shalom, you can't bring yourself to do it again. Says the Rambam, that's real tshuva. Real tshuva is when you're back in the situation and you don't do it. That's real tshuva. But real tshuva means real. The Dubna Magid brings an incredible marshal. And he says, a marshal of a person, says the Dubna Magid, of a villager, who's far away, ignorant person, have no idea of anything, and he once came to a big, big city, with buildings and everything, and he stayed in one of the local hotels. He was enjoying the scenery, enjoying the skyscrapers. It was incredible. And one in the middle of the night, he gets woken up by the sound of drums. And he's like, hello, what's going on over here? Drums in the middle of the night, what's happening? It's not like it's a yeshiva. You hear drums in the middle of the night. It's the middle of the village, the middle of the city. There shouldn't be drums going on in the middle of the night. People care about other people sleeping because they want to get up for shakwas. But he's like, what's going on over here? No, what's drums? They tell him, no, there's a fire. What do you mean there's a fire? What's drums, fire? What shaykhahs? He says, no, whenever there's a fire, well, we don't have, you know, all the modern necessarily uh, technology. So we basically drum, and they drum to them, they drum to them, and eventually the fire people hear about it, and they start running over with water, and this way you can put out the fire. That's incredible! That's unbelievable! I've got to tell my people, I've got to tell where I came from, they've got to do this! See, so he buys a drum! And he comes back to his original place, and he says, Rabbi Sai, fires are finished! No more destroying of people's fields and people's warehouses and people's houses. I've got a drum. They're like, a drum? What, how's that going to put out a... F- no! Just wait. Rega! It's going to be okay. Next time there's a fire, I'm going to sort it out. Okay? No problem. Bit of an interesting guy. What did he do over there in that city over there that he came back over here in such a state? And the first fire, he started drumming and drumming and drumming. And they're like, okay, no, what's happening now? Give it a minute. You're going to see. They're going to start running it. And obviously, as we know, right... Different ways of understanding this martial Dublin market brings it in so many different ways. You can't just, you can't just drum. You can't, you can't just bang. You can't just bang. Shabnu, Bogadnu, al It doesn't work that way. You can bang as much as you want, as hard as you want. It's not going to help you. It's about being real. It's about building something on Yom Kippur. It's about becoming something. Deciding, making the decision that you want to return to Hashem out of love. Out of the love for the Rabboni Shalom. And we'll end with this. In Shanghai, after Yom Kippur, in the May Yeshiva. So after Marev, the Talmidim wanted to give him a Chatzkel or Shiva, he wanted to give him a present. So instead of going to the dining room to get the freshly squeezed orange juice and the cakes and everything that they were serving, they decided they want to give the Shiva a present. What's that? They're going to sit down and learn. So straight after Marev, instead of going to eat, they sat down and they learned and they gave him tremendous, tremendous nachas. And Bachatzko got up right before they were finishing, about to go to their eating, eventually after many hours of waiting. He said, Rabbi I want to tell you a story. And I believe this story is a very important marshal that can help all of us. 
Rabbi Chatzkel said that there was a child, a child was building one of these Lego, one of these click towers. And he was patiently building floor after floor after floor. And eventually, he built stairs, a whole contraption, beautiful, high, big tower in the room. And he climbs on top of it, and this guy calls all the family, look at me, I'm on top of the tower, this is incredible. And at one point, he falls down. He's on the bottom of the tower. And he says, oi, my tower fell. My tower fell. And the tati says to him, no, your tower didn't fall. You fell. We're holding by Yom Kippur. Many times we build ourselves towers. We build ourselves towers in our lives. We're going to be better. We're going to do this, this mitzvah, this kabbalah, this chuba. Everything we build ourselves the most incredible towers on Yom Kippur. And sometimes we come crashing down and we think the tower fell. And the answer is no. The tower didn't fall. You fell. The tower that you built is still there. And Rabbi said, this Yom Kippur is Hashem. Let's build ourselves the most incredible towers. Maybe we'll fall sometimes. But at least we've built ourselves the towers that we'll be able to climb back up again. And Be'ez HaShem will use the opportunity this year in Kippurim to take the tshuva seriously. To take it to a whole new level. Not just the tshuva we've done in previous years of saying, I'm sorry and I'll chait and ashamnu bagadnu. However important that is. But to take it to a new level and think for a moment. And as I always say, take the time. Who hasn't got two minutes during Yom Kippur to close your eyes and think of the Rabbi Yishalayim. And think about how much he's done for you. And think about how you've reacted and what you've done for him. And Be'ez HaShem, if we do that, the Rabbi Yishalayim, Be'ez HaShem will give us a Gemara, a Tova, and a Gid Gibbon Shemeshkara.